0: people talking about oh the earth is this shape or that shape okay perfect if I, it doesn't matter if i live on an earth that's this that's the shape of a fucking dorito chip is it going to make any difference to my finances mm-hmm. is it going to make any difference to my relationships no okay so it doesn't i don't care about that right i don't care about how the titanic sank or this bullshit submarine nonsense that was going on on twitter like i don't care why cuz it has no foundational difference to my life how money works has a big impact on my life how the educational system was conjured up which is based on the Prussian school system to create workers and basically slave-minded bots. That's a conspiracy that ended up actually being true. I want to study the things that will actually have an, a direct impact to the well-being of my life, without rabbit-trailing too far into, mm. you know, tinfoil hat, hats and the frogs being gay.
1: Who? Uh, who's your mentors? Or who are the mentors you've had in the past that have had the Mm. biggest effect on you?
0: I have two, one that is no longer alive and then one that is still alive. One that is no longer alive, Leonardo da Vinci. Mm -hmm. I studied da Vinci a lot uh, because at his time he was considered a crazy man. Now we revere him as a genius, but he was a polymath. That means he was a man of many skills, so he was a mathematician. He was an engineer. He was an artist. He was a sculptor. Uh, he was a businessman. He was actually a freelancer. People see all the paintings and the things that he was doing. He didn't do that for free. He was getting paid to do those things. But at the time, he was considered a freak by many people. You look at, for example, the the painting of uh, The Last Supper. Right? It was actually painted in a church or in, in a building. It was a commissioned piece of piece of work. It wasn't painted you know for his goodwill and that uh ended up turning into a stable like where they would put horses so this piece of art that we revere as a massive uh part of humanity and in the arts and it was once you know the graffiti of a stable and it's absolutely crazy to think about but at the time he was misunderstood so i studied da vinci Uh, da vinci has this incredible quote he says famous quote, he says, to develop a complete mind, study the, let me say it again. (laughs) I was going to, I was going to, I, I when I, when I think of Da Vinci, it's just fucking crazy. But anyways, Da Vinci famously said to develop a complete mind, study the science of art, study the art of science, learn how to see, realize that everything connects to everything else. What does this mean? This means that he understood that he could study art in a scientific way, and he could study science in an artistic way, and that what he was told reality was, wasn't the way that it was. Maybe we perceive reality by the constructs that we've been given and not for what reality actually is. If you want to develop a complete mind, you need to develop multiple aspects of your life. That's why the same thing with your mastermind, you went and you developed a more complete mind because you learn from people, from aspects that you'd never even recognize were reality. Learn how to see, realize that everything connects to everything else. Mm -hmm. So how you do fitness is how you do business. How you take care of your girl is how you're gonna take care of your customers. How you're honest with yourself is how you're gonna be honest with others. Everything connects to everything else. So Leonardo da Vinci, massive inspiration, mentor to me. The second one is an OG, OG, OG digital marketer. He's no longer kind of like on the pinnacle, but his name's Jay Abraham. He was uh, doing million-dollar masterminds back in the 90s when it was like actually like balling. He was doing like million-dollar days. Uh, he's a digital marketer, probably like a pioneer of, of business. Those would be the two guys that I would revere at the top of my list. Was he someone who you were actively speaking to or just learning? Yeah. So he was, he was, I was a big fan of his work and then I got introduced to him and I speak to him on a weekly basis. He's like a top dog. You pay for that? No, free. Okay. Yeah.
1: Relationships rather. Nice. So you, you speak about reality. What do you, what do you think this reality is that we're in right now?
0: I think it's a matrix, bro, for sure.
1: I think it's a. I
0: I genuinely believe, so here's my premise. God creates the universe, right? Uh, but the universe has a creator and the creation is obviously a construct. So how we perceive reality isn't really how reality is. Mm. So let me kind of break this down in a simple format. The way I perceive you is only the way that my brain allows me to perceive you through my receptors, my eyes. But that doesn't mean that that's what you actually are. You're just a composition of what? Atoms and cells that are kind of meshed together and held together. But maybe that's not just all of reality. Maybe I close my eyes, right? And I'm speaking to the soul version of you and the construct version of you couldn't actually be there. So this aspect of physical reality isn't actually real. It's just how we interact with it in the three-dimensional realm. It's a... It's a concept that I like to kind of play with. Mm -hmm. But uh, I like the idea of there being a creator and a higher power that we are accountable to for our actions
1: and for our uh, way of living. And to keep that creator happy, what do you think you should do? Just be a good person. Be obedient. To them. To the truth. Explain.
0: I think people know what to do and they don't do it. Mm. I think many people lie to themselves. They know what truth is and they avoid it. They know what good is and they avoid it. Uh, We live in a world where there's no such, there's people that do not want to be held accountable to this idea of there being an absolute truth, right? Everything is good. Everything is bad. But, you know, there's things that we can all unanimously agree to that are bad. You know, if you go out and rape a woman, that's bad unanimously yeah some cultures may accept it doesn't mean it's good so what is it what is that moral trigger inside of us that tells us that that action is bad you you religious no no i religion to me is a construct of how other people have been in relationship with god i am a so, so a couple years ago, I had a conversation with God. I, I believe it to be a genuine conversation. And I was reading, have you read, have you read the Bible by chance? I recommend everybody Everybody's saying I should do that. Okay, then. So, so maybe that's God telling you to read it. So there's this, have you heard of King David? You've heard of the Star of mm-hmm. David. So King David. King David has a son. His name is Solomon. There's a story in the Bible where Solomon uh, is dreaming. He goes into dream state and God comes to him in dream state. And he says, God says to Solomon, anything that you want, I will give you. If you want wealth, I'll give you wealth. I'll make you the richest man. If you want kingdoms, I'll give you the kingdoms. Tell me whatever it is that you want and I'll give it to you. And Solomon didn't ask for riches, didn't ask for kingdoms. He asked for one thing. He said, give me wisdom. And God gave him wisdom. And after that, the riches came, the kingdoms came, and every other thing that comes with it. So as I read that, I sat there and I was like, God, give me wisdom. I don't know what it looks like, I don't know what this means, but give me wisdom and allow me to be a person that makes decisions, not out of spontaneity, not out of reactiveness or out of emotion, but out of a state of mind in which I can be wise. And from that, everything else will come. So my relationship with God is now a pursuit of truth and a pursuit of wisdom. And I think it's working. It seems like it is.
1: (laughs) Do do you have anything about yourself that you're not happy with or you feel like is holding you back or getting in the way? Because I don't feel like you're the type of guy that has many bad habits but I feel like Mm. everybody has some.
0: Yes, I have skeletons in my closet, brother. Mm. Uh, But I don't think I have addictions. I think sometimes I'm disobedient.
1: What, to to yourself or?
0: To the the truth. Okay. To knowing what you need to do Mm. and not doing it. But I don't like to be this person that's attached to things. You know, at that point I was smoking weed. I've been sober from it. Why? Because I realized that that thing was controlling my life. And it's not that, oh, it's a good thing or a bad thing, but it's realizing that if it controls me, then, and I'm not controlling it, then I'm being disobedient. Why? Because I don't need anything controlling me. I don't need anything dictating how I operate, waking up and smoking a joint or waking up and drinking alcohol or whatever it may be. It could even be a good thing that you overdo. But this entire concept of kind of being in a situation whereby I have addictions. I would say I've steered clear from a lot of those, but I do have times where I'm disobedient to what I know I'm supposed to do. Mm. And I choose to not be obedient to those things that
1: I've committed to myself. It's weird. Sometimes to you get a bit of a kick, just like being disobedient to yourself sometimes. Yeah, right. <laughs> yeah,
0: I mean, sometimes you got to let loose, but at the same time, it's like, I would say another thing consistency. Mm. You know, this principle of, I, there's different people operate in different ways. I I consider myself a polymath of sorts. So I like to study different things at different times. So I'll study mathematics. I'll study, uh, I'll study architecture. I'll study business, developing a complete mind, right? Under this principle of Da Vinci. Of course, I'm no Da Vinci by no stretch of the imagination, but I like to study multiple things. In that creative mind, you often find uh, spurts of genius here, 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 whereby, for example, you, you've developed that consistency compounding effect, clearly it's visible with your fucking arms, uh, whereby the consistency compounds, right? And in that consistency that compounds, uh, you have the building process. And there's two ways of you know, doing great things. You can have spurts of success or you can have the compounding effect. In my life I've had these spurts of kind of just massive wins. Uh, because I go into a massive win and then kind of like, I chill or I meditate or I vibe and I kind of just hang out kind of like what I've been doing the last few years. Uh, and then I'll have like another spurt. I would like to develop a sense of continuity. I would like to experience that. I wouldn't say it's a good or a bad thing, but there's definitely things in my life that I, that I can, uh, uh be more consistent. In. Mm.
1: It seems like you're very consistent at learning. Yes, brother. Learning, day. learning is so
0: important, brother.
1: How many hours a day? You... Every day I read. Every single day I read. How long for on average? A book a week. Okay. Yeah. A book every single week. What about podcasts and other things, or you just focus on the books?
0: Uh, so yes yes, and no. So, so for example, I love Joe Rogan. I think he's a G, right? He brings in a ton of guests that I like to listen to. But I want to gain an advantage in the marketplace by... Uncovering the information and the knowledge that is not mainstream. Mm. So I'll go to like I'll go to Yandex, which is like a Russian uh, version of Google that is uncensored, and I'll go and like uncover books about the central bank and the history of of money and things that are kind of banned and not allowed or uh, censored or things of this nature. and I'll kind of study those things to have an advantage. If everybody's, no offense, right? If everybody's out here reading Rich Dad, Poor Dad by Robert Kiyosaki, what advantage do you have? Yeah. If everybody's reading How to Win Influen- Friends and Influence People by Dale Carnegie, which is a great book, but what advantage do you have? Yeah. So you need to be able to acquire information and knowledge that will be able to set you apart. And that means that you have to explore for that information, like a library, right? You mm. can't just go to the most, like the trending section. If you want to go to specific knowledge, you have to search how,
1: it. how can you decide... Okay, this is this might be legit or nah, no, this is just a ridiculous conspiracy theory. Because there is, I've kind of gone down that rabbit hole a bit where I would watch a few videos on conspiracy theories, and I'm just think like as some of these people just making up these yeah. theories just to tell a good story and get views. Yeah, I mean, I think it's two sided. Like, there's conspiracy theories that I won't even
0: entertain. Why? Well, for the simple fact that they don't benefit my life in any way, shape, or form. Right. So people talking about oh the earth is this shape or that shape okay perfect if I, it doesn't matter if i live on an earth that's this that's the shape of a fucking dorito chip is it going to make any difference to my finances mm-hmm. is it going to make any difference to my relationships no okay so it doesn't i don't care about that right i don't care about how the titanic sank or this bullshit submarine nonsense that was going on on twitter like i don't care why cuz it has no foundational difference to my life how money works has a big impact on my life how the educational system was conjured up which is based on the Prussian school system to create workers and basically slave-minded bots. That's a conspiracy that ended up actually being true. Uh, so I want to study the things that will actually have an, a direct impact to the well-being of my life without rabbit trailing too far into mm. you know, tinfoil ha- hats and the frogs being gay, which by the way, you know, you, you know what I'm talking about? <laughs> which by the way ended up being true. Because uh, there there's actually like chemicals in the water that uh, are feminizing uh, frogs, which are probably also feminizing women, but that's a, or men. But that's a conversation for, for yeah,
1: yeah that's, 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 that's a conversation the- for for dinner.
0: <laughs>